Warning, this show contains mature content and spoilers. Listener discretion is advised. You are listening to Raid Chat, your podcast for news. Like cheap Chinese knockoff Savage Bloods or something. I know girls in this guild that don't transmog as much as you. Class tips. Yay, because that mastery is tasty. All us brown classes the same? Ban you? Yeah. Boss strategies. But it's quite delightful. It's, it's not too bad. It's, it should be very simple. Blowing oh no, balls. not shooting balls. Friggin' reflecting prism spreads like AIDS. And everything else you care about in World of Warcraft. I was like, does that make you a scruffy turd herder? Fooling around. Up. What? He's not summoning anybody but me. Can we get a Jeeves and then go pee? Five, four, three, two, one. Hi, and welcome to this episode of Raid Chat. My name's Brent. I'm your host, and with me today, I have one lone solo raider of justice. We have Takito Tim with us today, man. What's happening? What up? Just us tonight. Just us tonight. Uh, Mark- Marcus, his internet sucks. He's using AOL from the 1990s. Yeah, he can't, like, I don't know. It's His internet's being shitty. So, and he sounded like garbage coming across Skype. So I was like, I'm not fucking fixing that. So I will catch you on the flip side. Hopefully it'll get that fixed. Um, But anyway, how you been doing, man? You been doing good? Uh, Pretty good. We just got done raiding tonight and I got a second legendary right after I got the uh, trade to get a second legendary. So, you know, I got that going for me in the World of Warcraft. Which is nice. So that's cool. I, I mean, was the second legendary any good for you or... I mean, yeah, it's it's pretty good. Like the stats are good. The proc is a little weird, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so that's cool. Before we get into really everything we've done this weekend, well, I've got I like I I figure this is the best place to kind of rant about this, uh, mostly because it's much longer until I record any other versions of my show. And you work in a sort of corporate work environment, right? Like that's that's something you do. Oh, yeah, for sure. All right. So, you know how, like, corporate emails or messages in general go out, and they always have to have this this uh, certain uh, softness to them, right? Where, like, people can't come out and say, you're fucking worthless in a corporate email. They have to ask questions, and they have to be real fucking passive-aggressive, right? As I'm sure you've oh, seen yeah, in a lot sure. of... And, for me, the thing that I see that drives me crazy is the, like, everyone feels the need to use the ellipsis. So for those, like, unfamiliar with the term, ellipsis is when you put the three dots at the end to donate, like, uh, to uh, denote uh, a pause in time or a continuation of the the sentence, right? Uh, and, like, my boss uses it. Like, it's everywhere in, in corporate emails from, you know, just everywhere. Just they're like, uh, this was supposed to be on delivery for Tuesday, dot, dot, dot. Why? Just why? Just just because you wanted to fucking feel sassy in a goddamn email or text message? Like, this, the passive-aggressive fucking nature of my workplace is through the roof. And I don't know, and I work with some, all right, I work with some idiots. All right, like a lot of real old school, uh, you know, uh, 
technology is a demon. I'm scared of my email. I write my computer password on a sticky note and put it on my monitor kind of people. And some of them, I don't think they realize what they're implying when they put the, the ellipses at the end of a sentence. So, like, uh, like, like, I don't think I've ever in like any of the mass text messages or emails that my, my direct supervisor has ever sent out. I don't think a single one of them, he's actually used a fucking, like, a period. Like, it's either exclamation point or a fucking ellipses. Like, you're either yelling or being the shitty passive-aggressive motherfucker. So, like, I don't know why. Do you see that? Is this something that happens in your world? Is it? Is it? Is it just a corporate thing or is it just a my world thing? Tim. No, that have there. Listen, there, listen, listen. There, there are so many people who do not know how to send fucking professional emails. It is hilarious. Like they act like they're on, you know, fucking IM or something. It's like, and and they'll use it in place of a goddamn question mark. They'll be like, uh, John, can you send the figures to this account and catch up with somebody? Dot dot dot. Instead of a fucking question mark, like, what the fuck? Do you, why? Just why? Just put a question mark. Like who? Do you think that they're not gonna get the the tone? Like, if you're worried about conveying tone, then pick up a phone and fucking call somebody, right? Like, oh, man, I'm on fire this week, man. I I it is it has become a thing, right? And I know none of this is related to WoW, but I, I can bring it back around, I promise. I just need, like, a moment to be mad. Uh, and I, 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 there are three things you never talk about on... I, I try not to talk about on any of my podcasts, and that's religion, politics, the great pumpkin. So I'm not going there. If anybody thinks I'm going there, it's not going to happen. I'm not going to dress, dress the, that elephant in the room, okay? But I'm going to talk, talk about my, my real-life job, these motherfuckers, for... Because it has become a thing at work. So I work out of a... It's like a satellite office for a much bigger company. And my team is very small. It's like... Uh, now it's the direct supervisor. And then there's four of us on that team under under this one supervisor. But we're part of a much larger company that has hundreds and hundreds of employees. And like four different departments. And it's, you know, that kind of thing. Uh, but it has become a thing for my coworkers to call me, right, and just fucking trigger me, like, just get me mad, like, just, just, just set me off about some dumb shit that somebody's done, just to listen to me fucking rant and scream for, like, a good minute solid, so that they feel better, like, they're gonna raise my blood pressure so that they feel better, like, they'll call me, they'll be like, oh, so-and-so did this, I'm like, well, I'll tell you what you do, you take your hand, you kind of, you make a fist with it, and you stick your fingers out just a tad, like, you're gonna make, like, a, like, a shadow puppet, you shove it right up their rectum, fan your hand out like you're waving to somebody, and rip it back out, fucking disembowel that motherfucker, worthless piece of shit, like, I'll do that for, like, 20 minutes straight, and they'll be like, thank you, I feel better, I'm like, well, now my blood pressure's up, I can feel my eye twitching, like, why would you do this to me? That's the life I'm living, Tim. <sighs> sounds amazing. It's not amazing. It sounds amazing to you. Like, you would be one of those fuckers to call me to listen to me rant for five minutes so that you can feel better about your life. Oh, dear God. <sighs> but 
to bring it back to WoW. So this WoW, uh, this week in WoW has been, uh, I've been very busy, but like er I have cherished every fucking moment I've been able to spend in WoW. Um, as far as the guild and what we've done as progression, we have, uh, we spent Tuesday in Trial of Valor. Um, word on the street, on the internet streets, is that it's a wee bit overtuned. Um, and I can kind of agree with that, mostly due to the fact that I think we were performing at a, especially for, for our group of slap nuts, um, we were performing at an exceptionally high level. Like, we were executing mechanics properly on time. There were a few times where I might have got a little frustrated with with so with people doing dumb stuff, but it really wasn't that bad. Like, and I wasn't I, I wasn't as frustrated as I came across. Like, I I would just have to take a minute to kind of uh, come up with a uh, politically correct way to address this. Like, all right, this is what happened. This is why it happened. Instead of being like, how do you not understand what I'm telling you? Do you not understand the words coming out of my mouth? kind of situation and like the words weren't coming to me so I might have seemed uh, frustrated when I wasn't like it was just me having to take a step back and actually think out my words instead of you know uh, you know suggesting they disembowel somebody um, through their rectum kind of thing uh, but no uh, I had a ton of fun like that Odin fight the Odin fight I, I really enjoy even though we didn't beat it it's it's uh, the phase three it's just I think the damage is tuned a little high uh, on a couple mechanics. Uh, There's just it was just no healing through it, and our healers were 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 really on point. Um, our comp was good, and like I said, first two phases went excellently. Uh, it's just that third phase was getting us just about every time, uh, and it really uh, you know there wasn't a whole lot we could change or do. Like I think we were executing the mechanics properly. We was just it's just kind of brutal, and it's one of those fights that's long. So, if you wipe in phase three, you know, then it's it's about eight nine minutes to get back to that point and do it again. And when you only raid for two hours, then you you only get so many pulls in, especially when you're addressing you know if you want to try something different between pulls or um, people show up late or whatever happens. Like if there's some an interruption in the pull cycle, then you don't get really many pulls on a 10 minute on a 10 minute encounter um, in a night's time. And I even think we started late. I don't think we started till quarter after eight. So we only really got an hour and 45 minutes. Uh, how did you feel about our first foray into Trials of Valor, Tim? Uh, it wasn't. Uh, I mean, it was like, here's the thing is, is people have said it's way over tuned. So like the first two parts of like when you fight the two mini bosses, it's uh it's you know it's it's pretty good and then like when you get to the second phase when you got to do the runes and shit like that it's fine but man that last part especially i would say the part where i was saying that where the tank has to eat that spear holy fucking shit that hurts and it doesn't give you a whole lot of time to get away so if you had had to use a a heroic leap or something like that to, to avoid a previously going to kill you mechanic. Uh, it, it really, it, it would, it would almost one shot either of you. Um, I do know now that like a, a bop, like will completely negate the effects of that ability. So we have two paladins. So maybe we should, we should work that into the, 
the strat for next time because we didn't try it again tonight. Uh, tonight we went and cleared normal because a few of us had the uh, the order hall quests and uh, pull time. We were kind of like our roster was kind of a little off, so we were just like, ah, let's just go do something easy, have fun, hang out instead of beating our head another night uh, this week. So. Uh, that's how that went. Uh, essentially, uh, outside of raiding, I uh, I got to spend some time. I did, I, you know, I've kept up with my world quest this week. I goddamn train. Normally the trains don't come this late, you know. Fucking whatever, man. But anyway, uh, I got to spend some time. Uh, I got all my world quests done. I got caught up on uh, some of my Suramar stuff, and then I even got to spend some time leveling an alt, so I started the Order Hall campaign stuff on my Death Knight, which was very interesting. Uh, I It kind of reminded me that each of these uh, Order Hall campaigns has very significant lore moments occurring within them, so now I feel the need to like do them all, like get them all to the point, uh, you know, so I can simultaneously be working on all my alts through all that order all campaign stuff so it's uh very interesting i had fun outside of raiding what have you uh what have you done this week uh i've not got a chance to play too much this week but uh mostly just uh doing some world quests and stuff like that trying to knock them out uh i need to <laughs> funny story so on my rogue i'm on the last part of my rogue class hall and I keep meaning to log in early because to beat that, you need to go assassinate a dreadlord posing as the head of SI7 and Stormwind. And it is a live version of Stormwind you have to sneak through. Oh, wow. Yeah, so I thought it was a bug at first. Like, I'm sneaking through all of a sudden. I see players running around. I'm like, wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. What the fuck? That seems pretty weird. <laughs> and Wildhead, like, nope. That is a live version of Stormwind. Like, if you're if you're Alliance, even like the guards are hostile. Oh wow, that seems intense. Holy shit! But yeah, so like even if you're like your Alliance, like the guards are hostile due to lore that like you've been, uh, you know, flagged as like an enemy of the state. But if you're Horde, it's double bad because you're fucking PVP flagged. Oh my god! Like that doesn't sound. That sounds brutal, man. It, it. I was like, no. I was like, I don't know how I'm gonna finish this. Mm. So is that basically all you've been up to this week? I mean, I uh, got to play a little on your rogue. Got to do some raiding with us. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's about it. I, 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 I was taking a little break. Yeah, I mean that happens. I mean sometimes I'm of the opinion if you're not motivated to play, then don't play. Like, you should never force yourself to play this game when you're not feeling it, because then you just get burnt out, and nobody likes to be burnt out. Uh, that's that's never a fun feeling. So, alright, uh, I guess without much further ado, we'll move into the news. Great news, everyone! The slime is flowing again! Alright, uh, so this week, the news... It's kind of, kind of, you know, there's not a whole lot going on because last week is BlizzCon, so everything's kind of coming down from BlizzCon. Uh, we talked, we didn't really miss anything on day two, so for uh, the last episode, we basically only covered what we knew on day one, and we didn't really get anything new out of day two. Uh, and then, essentially today, 
Ian Hazakosis did a post BlizzCon interview clarifying some of the things announced at BlizzCon. So we'll just kind of go through here and hit kind of some of the things, not everything. Uh, so just a few things right off the top. 7.1.5, they're talking about maybe it hitting the PTR early next week. On Tuesday, a couple things are happening. Uh, Trial of Valor gear, just all the gear across the board will go up by five item levels, so that'll make it that uh, dungeon more rewarding, so maybe we'll focus on it a little harder. Uh, and also, all legendary items will have their uh, item level increased by 15, so right off the bat, they're going to 9.10, so that's pretty sweet. Uh, also, he clarified some on 7.3, and I kind of feel like I called this because people were getting a little uh, excited with this. Uh, Argus is part of 7.3. It's, it's not. He's not. You're not going to do any additional leveling. It's not an expansion. Um, it's going to be an outdoor zone with quests and a raid. I'm kind of kind of saying like a Tanan jungle experience. Um, and it, it will be a capstone of the Legion story. We take the fight to them to get more than just a temporary piece. So, um, we, I don't know necessarily if they, we follow it with another expansion tied into it or if we go to old God stuff, but, uh, it's, it's definitely not like a full multi-zone thing that people are kind of elaborating it into. It's, it's, it's honestly a more traditional uh, quest patch. So, um, what else they got in this thing here, uh, Tim? Uh, well, let's see. We, uh, yeah, we see we've got some stuff being leveled up. Uh, when's, in the, what about Nighthold? What do we know about Nighthold? Uh, Nighthold is apparently coming in mid to late January. Okay. Um, so we got that to look forward to. That sounds about right because we, and they're really like firing these raids off like really fast. So, I mean, we just have Trial of Valor. We're gonna have Trial of Valor through November, December, and then boom, another full raid. Mm-hmm. So right. that'll be that'll be kind of cool. I'm interested to see what Nighthold is like. Um, I, I have been, and I know some people were, were were complaining about this on the forums. Like the raid balance is a little off. I feel like. Okay. How so? Uh, like I feel like like Emerald Nightmare Normal is way too easy. Like we spank the fuck out of Emerald Nightmare Normal, mm-hmm. and then we went to the Trial of Valor Normal, and that shit was was not easy. I mean, I think we can do it, but it's not easy. But I have heard, uh, I think you said that like Mythic Mythic Guilds. Like, oh, let's just try this on Heroic real fast. Got fucking obliterated on Trial of Valor Heroic. Like, they could not do it. And they were, like, 7 of 7 Emerald Nightmare Mythic. Okay. I mean, you you are doing something wrong with balance. Um, he did. They did address that, though. They were saying they're, they're kind of happy with it being difficult because they view it as the 8th, 9th, and 10th bosses of that raid. So, like... Odin's supposed to be harder than Xavius, and Garm's supposed to be harder than that, with Helia being sort of harder than all of it. Um, so, I mean, I can see that, like, if if you explain it to me that way, with it being the, the last three bosses of the Emerald Nightmare tier, then instead of, like, a, a small, like, half raid between the two um, quote-unquote tiers. Uh, so... We'll see. 
how much it gets hotfixed and how much they they really address it. Um, but overall, they did say they were happy with it. So, uh, 7.2 and Tomb of Sargeras, we don't really know when that's coming, but it'll come much later, uh, or some later. Now, they did talk a little bit, a bit about uh, secondary stats. Uh, did you kind of review how I, what he said about secondary stats? Uh, I saw a little about that. I know people are not happy about the secondary stats. Like, um, people, yeah, like shit is not right. Um, how some of them are. Okay, so essentially, uh, they're they're they think that the certain classes that rely heavily on secondary stats are. are tend to feel frustrating or unrewarding when it takes so long to reach a, a certain play style or stride. Um, and as a person that's 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 played a gear-dependent, quote-unquote, class or spec for quite a while now, I can agree and disagree. Like, uh, it was always... Like, I, like, early in expansions as a warrior, DPS warrior, you kind of were not that great unless you went arms arms is tends to be favored early uh, expansions but not me i'm just i'm fury warrior for life bro and it would always kind of be like all right i'm not it doesn't matter if i'm performing at the peak of my ability i probably won't out dps everyone in the raid i'll perform adequately so we can down bosses but i was kind of okay with that because i was always like you just wait you guys just wait because by the time we get towards the end of this thing you guys are gonna be, you know, licking my dust, right? Like it's it's gonna be, it's gonna be awesome. So uh, I always had that to look forward to, and now that they're talking like they don't necessarily want that to happen, uh, I would rather be competitive now than later, especially since uh, they've kind of fundamentally changed how a lot of those classes work. Uh, but you know. They, they also addressed uh, secondary stats on rings and necklaces and how they didn't always scale the best. So in 7.1, the rate at which secondary stats increase on your necklaces and rings will increase. So like as the item level goes up, it'll it'll that curve on that secondary stat will also be better. They may adjust the power of secondary stats down a bit. Uh, I would I would very much like for them just to make it so fury warriors don't need 50% haste like that's that's a that's a life that's a world I want to live in so if they could take care of that that'd be great uh, they also talked about artifact appearances so uh, they don't want to get rid of them so when we lose our artifacts they don't want us to lose the ability to use those appearances so they've got to figure out a solution to allow us to to use those appearances in the future. Uh, let's see. Anything else in here that stood out to you? Uh, not really. There's nothing too crazy. Uh, okay. Yeah, let me see. There's nothing. Yeah, there's nothing really that much crazy about. It. Uh, the one thing that I found was interesting: the item level reward by normal dungeons will probably be bumped all the way up to eight twenty-five. With heroic oh yeah, I did see that, which is good budget. because you know, like yeah. that was a problem with warlords that, like, why, why would I keep doing this? And now, like, there's a reason they keep bumping item levels up. You know. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, now they've also said here that uh, hidden appearance uh, items from world bosses 
should now be a 100... Well, excuse me. Should be a 100% drop on world bosses. So, that's cool and all, but... Uh, so, the Fury Warrior, right? The Fury Warrior hidden appearance requires me to be exalted with the Dreamweavers and the Valor Jar, right? Those are my two lowest. Like, I'm revered, but I'm nowhere near exalted, and there's no way I could hit exalted before this world boss goes out. So I'm going to have to wait for this world boss to come all the way back around before I can get the piece I need off of him. How, how disappointing is that? I mean, that's pretty ridiculous. And, I mean, mine... I mean, look, mine was was ridiculously... The shield was just random. Like, be in the right place at the right time. Yeah, and the arms one's also easy. So it's like, why does mine have to be so hard? Oh, whine, cry. Whatever. Uh, so, yep. Uh, let's see... Uh, they changed the the rate of the Kieran tour world quests. I know we haven't seen them in a while and that's because they they tune them down If they don't show up for a while, they'll have to tune them back up. They really only want them, you know, by about a week and a half uh, And they were showing up sometimes twice in a week, so Which is unfortunate because I always liked to, to log on and see I had like a regular world quest emissary. So like let's say uh, like a Zuna Right, and I also have, would have wardens and Kieran Tor, so it's like ah, I don't have to do any of the court of um, Fandralis quests. I can just go into Azuna, do the Kieran Tor and wardens quests, be done with the Zuna. So that was always nice. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's, it's like I said, like we said, it's been a slow news week, guys. We can pick apart this interview and talk about everything he said. But that would be boring. You're just here to listen to us talk ill-informed about things. So I guess, you know, without much further ado, we can go into shit you need to know. It does. Sit down. Shut up. Time for shit you need to know. Alright, so shit you need to know this week. Uh, I'm, we're going to talk about the Odin encounter. We've talked about it a bit already. Um, I'm going to go into a bit more in depth about what's happening in this encounter. So first off, no trash. Yay! You just kind of walk up, talk to Odin, and shit gets going. So in the... It's essentially, it's the same room as Hall of Valor. So it's, it's this big round room with uh, a smaller circle on the inside, and what is that? One, two, three, four, six or seven rune circles around the inner circle, okay? And when you engage the boss, Odin, he's just kind of going to be chilling up in the back like a mofo, just letting his little uh, lackeys do his work for him. Uh, There's Heimdall and Herja, okay? So... As uh, Uma in our raid pointed out, it's him and her. Ha ha. Okay. So, uh, they need to be tanked on opposite sides of the inner circle, at least 35 yards apart. If they're within that range, they prevent each one takes 99% damage. So, first off, DPS, listen to me, listen to me, listen to me, listen to me. Nothing pisses me off more than when DPS don't listen to me when I tell them. 
Just wait. Like, wait for the tank to get in position. Yes, I know you want to build resources. I gotta do it too. I know you want to do damage. I want to do it too. But let them get in place, because if we all start at the same time, then it's it's no more race for any particular one of us. You might lose two seconds on your pre-pot. I get it. That sucks. But let the tanks get in position, because if you're hitting them too early, you're 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 either gonna fuck up positioning or you're doing damage when it's it's got the damage reduction debuff on it. So don't be stupid. And each one does something separate. So Heimdall, he has his horn of uh, valor or whatever it's called. I don't I don't really know right now. It's late. But he's going to have a circle around him that you will take a fuck ton of damage if you're in, so don't be in that. And everyone else needs to kind of spread. So uh, you just spread with at least six yards apart so you don't sort of damage each other from the uh, burst that's going to occur around each player. Uh, what is the... Uh, Herja, what is the ability she does, Tim? The something of light. Something, something of light. I don't know. Is it the one where she pukes on everybody? Yeah, it's like ray of light, shield of light, something like that. But she will target a player randomly and kind of draw an arrow on the floor um, from her facing to that person. And you want as many people to get hit with that as possible because it's going to split damage and the knockback. So if just one person gets hit with it, they get fucking creamed. But it's something that you need to be able to deal with uh, more efficiently in heroic because in normal you just make sure as many people get hit with it and you're fine. Heroic, it becomes a bit more... Uh, bit more challenging because there's times where you can't have everyone get hit with it. Uh, that's basically those two. They they uh, they need to go down at the same time, roughly the same time, because one of them hits 25%, they start doing a cast. And if they reach the end of that cast bar, they will heal themselves back up. If the other one hits 25% while the other one's casting, it the phase ends, you go into phase two. Also during phase one, what Odin's doing is he is every now and then he'll he will do a runic empowerment kind of ability where he'll start this really long cast, but he will also spawn the Stormforged, uh, essentially these Vrygul dudes, these adds, and they're going to come out. And each of them is going to have a uh, a corresponding rune. They're going to fixate a player, and that player needs to tank take that ad over to that corresponding rune on the ground and kill it within that rune to disable the rune. All right. So all DPS at this point should switch to ads that are within the rune that have their shields deactivated. Cause outside of that, they, they take less damage of course, cause that's the fucking mantra for this fight. So bring them into the hole, hammer them down. And you have to do that before Odin finishes his cast. Because if he finishes his cast, the ability's damage increases by something stupid. It's like a th 300% uh, per rune that's active. So even with one rune active, when he finishes that cast, you will die. There's no coming out the other end of that squeaky clean. Your ass is grass. And so be very vigilant to pay attention to when healers get this, when they get the, 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 um, the focus of these guys. Because there were attempts where three or four of our healers would get, you know, focused and we could, we weren't getting them down in time because we were off in La La Land or whatever the fuck we were doing on that one attempt. So make sure you're paying attention to when healers get this ability. So you've transitioned into phase two, right? Odin's come down. His friends have gone away unless you're in heroic. 
and he continues to spawn the ads. The ads thing will continue until phase three. Now he's going to start spawning these spears of light or spears of justice or whatever they call them. And it's going to be a yellow swirl on the ground. There's going to be three or four of them at a time. It's going to pop up dealing damage to everyone within that circle and then spawn four orbs that go launching out in all directions. If you get hit with these orbs, you become stunned for a few seconds. So you want to dodge the swirlies on the ground plus the orbs that come floating at you. This this phase is it's a tango, my friends. Like you really have to be on your toes, moving back and forth, dip, dive, dip, dive, dodge, or however he says it. Um, I think it, it, with a little practice, it's easy to do. Um, you can kind of just predict where they're coming and, and kind of dodge and play around with them. It's one of those mechanics that some people will be better at than others. Some people just won't. Some people will just have a hard time getting because there's just so much happening. But you also need to maintain a certain level of DPS on the boss to get him to go into phase three. But phase two is essentially that is, you know, dodge the sticky balls, kill the ads. There will you will get some of these spears of light while ads are up and they can appear on the rune circles where you're trying to kill the ads. So you just got to be real quick and careful to avoid uh, getting hit with all that and making sure the ad dies in the amount of time you needed to die in. Okay. Uh, Again, easy, completely doable. I have faith in everyone listening to the show that they can accomplish that. Now, phase three. And this is the part where we just kind of died a lot because there's just a ton of damage going on. Uh, if you're looking at the floor of the, the room, there's the interior circle with a little bit at, towards the steps up to where uh, Odin's throne is, along with these uh, the outside ring. And these will divide the room into three separate areas. And he's going to choose two of those areas and they're going to be lit up. And while standing on the areas that are lit up, you are taking uh, ticking holy damage. So you want to get to the area that's clear. And while you're there, he's going to target players with an ability that will force them to, when it expires, they're going to take damage and it's going to put a tornado in that spot. So you want to drop those along the wall to the best of your ability. Um, keep them out of the way so you don't want anybody getting hit by any of those tornadoes running from the current clear spot to the next clear spot when he changes the uh, how the floor is lit up and doing damage. So uh, just be mindful of that. Tanks during this time will get hit with a spear. What is the spear called, Tim? Do you know right off the top of your hand? Uh, I forgot what the spear, the spear, the spear of fucking instant tank doom. I want to say it's like a, it's like a spear. It hurts. Spear Destiny or something like that. It sounds right. It um, fucking sucks. It takes it's it's all physical damage. It's a ton of physical damage, but it's reduced by how far away you are from the boss. So you want to make sure the boss is tanked at one end of the clear area, and you use a movement uh, movement cooldown, whether it be heroic leap, dash, whatever, uh, charge, blink, um, put warlock gates down, whatever you got to do to get from one to the other. And you have to be uh, as far away as possible or, be, like he said, you'll instantaneously die. The entire raid is going to take damage at this point, too, but it's a flat amount. That has no bearing on how much damage the tank is taking. Uh, but during this time, there is, you know, the tornadoes, the if anybody... It's, just, it's, it's very hectic. Phase 3 is a kill him before he kills you because he's going to do an ability that does damage to... 
the entire raid that will increase in frequency as the fight goes on. So there's kind of a softened rage occurring there as well. Uh, so while it sounds simple, the execution of it is a little more difficult. Uh, the numbers are tuned pretty high, so you have to be pretty pretty spot on with it. You don't want anybody dead going into phase three. It's also when you'll lust. As soon as everyone is together on the clear platform, you know, you can try to line it up with some DPS cooldowns or whatever, but lust and hero and burn the bitch down uh, as best you can, as fast as you can. And that's Odin. Uh, it's not on paper a difficult fight. There is as a it's a complex fight, but I wouldn't necessarily an overly difficult fight except for phase three. Phase three is a bit of a chore. Uh, it doesn't. Yeah, I mean it, it. You know, it's not. It's not very forgiving, but the it, it, overall, it's it's really fun. What are your thoughts on the fight in general, there, Tim? Uh, I don't think it's uh, like okay. So, I I think it's fair for the most part. Like the first part with like the ads, like you know, that's it's you got to do it right, and it's good. And then the uh, the second part is again like you got to do it right, like you got to get those runes right or you die. But uh, man, that phase three, like you get God the floor, like the glowing floor and the spear, like what the fuck? Yeah, I mean, I think we get a little more practice on it. It's just we didn't get too many pulls in because it is so hard to reset to phase three. You know, it's it, if you're wiping in phase three of a long fight, that's when it really sucks because you're doing phases one and two great. Occasionally something stupid will happen and you'll you'll die on a phase one or a phase two. But it's just the reset time to the point where you're actually experiencing what you need to learn is much higher. And it's 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 just generally rough. But I enjoyed the fight. I look forward to trying Garm and hell yeah, I'm sure we'll get there next week. Uh, it, you know, we just need to spend more time on this guy now that it'll be rewarding 860 item level baseline. We're more likely to to spend more time doing that instead of something else because the rewards are worth it. Um, you know, that's, that's basically it for shit you need to know. You know, I don't, uh, really, you know what, since we're, we're kind of known for, for filling time at this point by making lists, right? Like that's our thing. What are, if instead of a list, right? If they were to add any one class to WoW, what would it be and why? Oh, man. Uh, class. I don't know. You don't know? Uh, what was the one? There was one in, in like, Warcraft 3. It was, like, the Magic Breaker or something like that. I can't remember. People were talking about, like, that might be added at some point. I have no idea what you're talking about, man. It was like in the Blood Elf campaign. I can't remember. I've always uh, ever. It was like an anti-magic like class. Ever since they made druids into four specs, I've said that every other class should get a four spec. Like that's that's what I think they should do instead of adding a new class. So like uh, arms, 
for warriors, they could get Blade Master, and I don't think arms is in any way reminiscent of a Blade Master. Uh, it's supposed to fit the same feel, but I don't think it does. Like, give me fucking mirror image and all that kind of cool Blade Mastery stuff. So give them that, and that can be a DPS spec, or give them a ranged, ranged spec of something. I I don't really know. Uh, you know. Mages could get, you know, uh, mages could get a healing spec. To be honest with you, warlocks could get their tank spec that they've always wanted. You know, they could, they could, uh, you know, all this is really far fetched and out there. But I mean, it could happen. So I played, uh, what was it? What was the Star Wars game? Star Wars Old Republic, mm-hmm. where where range classes were tanks. There were range tank classes. And, uh, oh, man, but the bounty hunter kind of sucked in the beginning. Yeah, there was bounty hunter, and there was like trooper for like the alliance, whatever it was. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, it was it was kind of weird, but like I could see like a warlock range tank. Like I could see that it could be interesting. Well, I don't think they need to be a range tank. I think they could, you know, flirt with that because I don't think it's bad to have classes like the boundaries between classes be kind of fuzzy like i think you know while warlocks and demon hunters are very different things i think since their power source is similar the boundaries between the two can 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 blur you know same for paladins and priests i think the 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 sort of the boundaries around those classes can can be blurred especially things that both our order hall campaigns are so intertwined like there's a lot of overlap um between characters showing up between those two order hall campaigns but yeah so that's the class question another question i got for you is what has been your favorite introductory raid thus far in wow what was it again what has been your favorite introductory raid in WoW? Like the first raid of an expansion. God, let me think. Introductory raid in WoW. Um, so let's let's go back. So let's see. Burning Crusade was care. You know what? No, I stopped. Let me stop right there. That was it. Karazhan and Burning Crusade. Oh man, I I think Naxxramas was better than than Karazhan. Naxxramas, yeah, that was pretty good, but I mean, it was so it was it was so easy. It was kind of hilariously easy. Yeah, but it was huge. I don't know. I I really like Naxxramas. It's not my choice. My choice is surprising. All right, uh, and it's it's got to be High Mall, man. Like we had a ton of fun in High Mall. Like there were mechanics in High Mall that weren't they were incredibly new. Like there we saw a lot of stuff in High Mall that was we hadn't seen before. Um we as a guild had a ton of fun in there. More fun than I had raiding in uh, was the first uh Mogushan Vaults. Like fuck that place. I didn't have any fun in Mogushan Vaults. Um The uh what was it um Bastion not Bastion uh shit or the two there was two in cataclysm so you could go to black uh blackwing depths right and you could go to um bastion no bastion of twilight was that it yeah bastion of twilight yeah that was it 
Both of those are so unmemorable to me. And then Naxxramas was great. Naxxramas would have to be a close second. But it was, Naxxramas was, I mean, it was great. I Like, to me, I, I have to look a bit at the design of the raid and then how much fun I had at it. I didn't get to experience Kara when it launched, so I really only have four expansions to choose from. Well, I got Lich King, Cataclysm, Mop, Siege, and now Legion to kind of choose from. Or not Siege, Mop, uh, Warlords, and now um, Legion. And I, I have to say, like, as much as we shit on Warlords, like, I think the rating, like, the rating of some of those fights, like, the design of the fights were incredibly fun. Like, I, I, I mean, would, I can't think of a fight in that place that I didn't enjoy progressing through. Like, I think we got through each fight, you know, only took us a couple nights, with the longest probably being Tectus. We spent the longest um, trying to get through Tectus. But then as soon as we got him, he died every week. So I don't I don't know. Yeah, no. Uh, Tectus, no. Well, we were just talking about this tonight. Brackenspore. See, I don't remember us taking that long on Brackenspore. I think it sucked more for other people than than I remember. I And I think we were going through some, uh, some roster shifts around Brackenspore. So that might be because, I mean, we got... Like, we had a couple people that we got real used to running the flamethrowers that all of a sudden weren't raiding with us anymore, so we had to get new people used to the flamethrowers. I, I don't remember Brackenspore being that bad. I think we got him relatively quick, but it was, like, one of those fights where we knew within, you know, 20 seconds of the pull whether he was going to go down that pull or not. So it was a lot of resets. Like, up, oh, reset it, up, oh, reset it, up, oh, reset it kind of stuff. Um, I mean, we called him fucking Spore for a reason, but I don't remember, like, when we beat him, it wasn't the same as, like, when we beat Tectus, right? Like, because when we, we finally downed Tectus, it was, fuck, God, thank, thank you, Jesus. When we beat, Brackenspore was like, it was like, good, now we can go into something else. So, I don't, I don't know, personally. Well, I guess that's all we have for tonight. So, a uh, bit of a shorter show, but I, again, we don't have a third opinion to bring in. It's just me and Tim sitting around shooting the shit. Shooting the shit. Like I said, not a whole lot of exciting happening this week, and it's hard. I uh, apologize if it was a little more low energy than normal, but it's it's hard to when there's not, not a whole lot uh, new going on uh, without a whole lot new to say. So, I mean... It is what it is, and we can pull up the beautiful, beautiful ska music. So, you can visit our home on the web at therpgshow.com. There's all kinds of cool stuff there, including our forums and all the other shows on the network. Be sure. Now, listen to me. Listen to me. Listen to me good. Leave us a rating and review on iTunes. If if you enjoy listening to us talk and banter and do our thing, then head over to iTunes. Leave us a rating and review. It helps us get noticed by more ears. It helps us to improve the show. If we get more and more people listening, we get more and more feedback, we can really improve the show and do uh, and go about doing what we're doing here. You can send us an email, podcast at the RPGshow.com. Just put Ray Chat in the header. It'll go to the right inbox. Also, that's it. There's like a Twitter, but that's not really that important. So until next time, say goodbye, everybody. Oh, bye, everybody. Just me. Sorry.
firing, assholes! 